Welcome to Nerd Talk, the podcast that talks about everything nerdy. I'm your host, Jordan Halstead, and each week, me and my friends will be discussing some of our favorite topics. We're talking superheroes, Star Wars, Pokemon, Harry Potter, and that's just to name a few. You don't want to miss out on this because this is Nerd Talk. Hey guys, welcome to Nerd Talk. This is Jordan Halstead. This week we have uh, a special guest returning from the great beyond. Uh, back in August was the last time you were here with us. Not death, but uh, it feels like some days that you haven't been here. Chick Astosi. <laughs> what up, y'all? <laughs> and then I've got a regular returner, Will the Thrill Allen. On your left. On your left. Will on your left. There we go. Hey, guys, thank you so much for joining me. I am so, so excited about talking about the DC Fandom 2021. uh, That was almost... the Dome! Dude, almost four hours of pure joy. So, my first Mm. thing that I want to talk about tonight is, what was your favorite part about the DC Fandom? They had a ton of content. So, what what was one of the first things that that really got you? I feel it only... Right, to let Chick talk for since he hasn't been here in so long. He might oh, be a little man. bit rusty. So Yeah. Uh I know we're gonna talk I know we're gonna talk I know we're gonna talk about it uh later. Um but um when they not when they announced or they talked about um the filming of the HBO movie for Blue Beetle, I jumped up and down and like just cried like a little girl. Because I love Jaime Reyes so much, and I love Cobra Kai, and so the actor from Cobra Kai being Jaime Reyes is the best thing ever. Anyways, there was that. My second favorite thing, if I can go to, was the little um, in-between parts where they had Flula from YouTube, and then now that we know uh, from the Suicide Squad as um, Javelin, uh, his little parts were hilarious, and I loved him so much. So yeah, that was my favorite I've got a confession. I did. I didn't sit and watch all the fandom. I was at a comic con this weekend as Captain America. Sorry, but Jordan kept me in the loop. And as soon as I got back and got out of that stinky, sweaty suit, uh, I was catching up on all the updates. And yeah, I, I was like, oh, I'll watch that trailer here in a little bit. I'll watch this in a little bit. When I saw who they cast as Blue Beetle, I was like, yes, visual <laughs> jokes. Uh, uh, nobody can hear like how air punches neat and all the, moving. He, he's over here playing uh, drums like Phil Collins in the air tonight. He's like, oh, so playing. He was so excited. My girlfriend was on the phone too, and like, what is happening? Like, did they really drop something that big? They're doing Blue Beetle, and she's like, who's Blue Beetle? And I'm like, it's <laughs> over. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's not how it happened. But I showed her. So I, go, I still haven't watched Cobra Kai either. I'm like, we gotta add that to the list because uh, he's a great actor. Uh. I, I want him to it goes, it's going on the list as cap would say and yeah. i'm just glad they're doing that and if they're doing jaime maybe he gets a, his a mentor in ted cord and if we're doing oh, blue Beetle, booster gold's got to be following i was right about to say there's got to be a blue and gold movie somewhere in that mix yes yeah, somewhere in there and i guess just as two more because uh, as we know i like to do top threes and fours uh sure, sure. Ch- Ch- you weren't here on what if i said i liked half the episodes and it was a fun <laughs> ongoing show he was over here he's uh, like the honorable mention plus three <laughs> i'm just like what? 
<laughs> for a nine episode series you know no big deal uh oh i guess gosh. overall i liked most of the trailers and teasers they gave us and i guess number three because i didn't expect them to do this but the Sm- smallville's uh 20th anniversary the blu-ray came out oh yeah uh, that was that was one of one of my favorite things too oh my gosh like see, seeing those guys talk and yeah even talking a little bit about potentially an animated spinoff like i mean yes i mean i, I love the season 11 comics if tom and michael are down like yes get everybody who is willing to come back i mean we yes. see with what if uh what that can do and if that's the way we can get it back yes please i want to see that universe some more i feel that i i remember sitting back uh i i threw it on and, and i told katie hey ollie went down for a nap go enjoy your night or your, your day um and i'm just gonna sit down and i'm gonna watch this didn't realize it was gonna be a four-hour thing i thought it was like an hour and a half two hours um and so i'm sitting there and watching this and when they they talked about it the day that DC Fandom actually happened was the 20th anniversary from the first episode when the pilot dropped on the CW. Yeah. And I was like... That was on purpose. Yeah. And I thought that was really, really cool how they how they planned everything out with that one. Um, one of the other things I was really, really excited about outside of Blue Beetle, because, I mean, all of us DC fanboys were like, yeah, Blue Beetle, Jaime Reyes, let's go. Um, one of the other things that I got really, really excited about, and it's going to be way later in this episode, is the Young Justice announcement when they said, hey, there are going to be two episodes dropped today um, because yes. there was nothing that was that was talked about uh, leading up to. And we, we've done an episode in the past on Young Justice and uh, really big fan of it. Uh, one of my favorite cartoons of all time. Um, and so super, super excited about that. So yeah, when you told it, me that I, I absolutely lost. I'm like, yes, I have something to watch when I get home. <laughs> and then uh, now, now that we're where we're at now, they've even dropped a new episode uh, with it being a Thursday uh, after DC Fandom. I don't know if you're if you were paying attention or not, but they're dropping an episode a week on Thursdays now. So there's even more content for you to watch now. Um, oh but we're, we're on two episodes now, right? We're on three. For- they, oh, so, I, I only watched yeah. the two. Yeah, so Jeez. they dropped the first two, Woo! and then this is the first Thursday. Uh, Fans, if you're listening and, and, and listening into us, we record uh, a little bit and then we'll push it out a few weeks and, and whatnot. Um, and so super, super excited to see uh, that they are pushing out an episode a week uh, versus what DC Universe did, where it was like three episodes a week. I feel like it's going to keep me interested longer and there's not going to be this that massive hiatus. That seems to be the model for everything now. Yeah. Um, like, uh, for example, going. yeah, like, like last year. Um, when season two of the boys came out, I know that's, that's not DC. I mean, I mean, Hey, technically it used to be DC. Anyways, they started doing that last year for season two of the boys. And it was the most watched streamed Amazon prime thing of all time. So, and that's what seems like everyone's doing now. I think following that, you know, when, when Netflix threw out this whole, like, Hey, we're throwing out a whole season at a time, you know, you binge, but then, okay. I have nothing else to look forward oh, to. You get so it done you, in like two days. Yeah. Yeah. And so, <laughs> dep- like, I mean, when, okay, so like for me being a Pokemon guy, when Netflix drops all this Pokemon content, they drop it once every like three, four months. And then, like, you've got nothing really to look forward to unless you go back and then yeah. start rewatching and stuff, which I mean is cool. But I like that this one is going to be one episode a week, kind of like what they've been doing with Titans and then Doom Patrol and all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it feels like. Uh, old school TV. It's a much better model. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a better model. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so yeah. But I mean, to be honest, DC Universe. I, I, as much as we all love loved it, and we, I think we were all probably day oneers, or, or at least pretty close to it. Uh, I, I mean, the mo- the thing we asked for a really hefty fee at the beginning, and right. I, I mean, you, there's a lot of cool DC content out there, but like it, was, it seemed a little bit lackluster at the beginning, and then uh, they kept 
rotating oh here's the batman movies again or oh hey we're doing a superman thing or uh, i I know they did stuff to keep it like going like doing watch alongs but like when they did the drop three episodes i'm like yes like i would be down for it but then sometimes i'd be like oh the story didn't move as much far as i would like it to so i just let it all build up and then just binged it all so yeah yeah anyway so but but moving forward um they started with uh for for dc fandom the very first like content that they pushed out was black adam and I'm so, so excited to start talking yeah. about this one. So we're going right. to transition into Black Adam. So do you think that as a villain, this is a good villain movie? Because, you know, in Marvel and DC, we really haven't had any villain movies other than the Joker um, with, with uh, I'm going to slaughter his name, jo- Jaquan Phoenix. Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. Um, so other than him as the Joker, um, we've not had a villain movie yet. Um, we've not really seen something like that. So, do we like this idea? Do we like where they're going? Do we like the fact that it's looking like he's going to face off with the Justice Society? Um, and do you like the casting for him? Um, Chick, go ahead. So, um, I think if if we're going to do a villain movie, Black Adam would be my first choice, but he's still a very, very good choice. He's a very powerful villain, and especially in uh, with the DCEU's doing where, like, they're just, like, OPing all their characters, it's good to have a villain out there in the DCEU that can um, square off against Superman pretty much hit for hit because Superman is weak to magic, right? Um, so, historically, Superman's always had a problem with Black Adam. So that, that that's one aspect um, in um, doing a movie on, on Black Adam that I really like. But also... Um, aesthetically, like aesthetically, The Rock is perfect for that, and I feel like this has been years and years. Even before the rumor started happening, there's been years and years of this kind of thing that that Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been, um, especially the, with the way he talked about it in, during Fandom. This has been something he's been wanting to do for a really, really long time. He's actually um, been under contract so, for this movie, like in the the Shazam, like fold since 2007 right. that's before the mcu exactly. actually happened oh, holy wow. crap exactly so that is a um, long time yeah yeah so so aesthetically i think this works out perfectly for um for dwayne the rock johnson um especially because black adam comes from um egypt right that, that's accurate right comes, uh it's, comes from egypt. it's that area it's it's uh, yeah Karak comes and, and... from ancient near east type area and so we have someone like the rock who is um a person of color playing that character it all fits perfectly well yeah what are your thoughts will well i think another big thing i'm excited for because i mean they didn't show a lot of it in the trailer and like the little thing uh and like i said i didn't watch all the little between bits so maybe they did i because i did see one picture of pierce bronson brosnan uh doing his Dr. Fate stuff. Uh, yeah. Oh, Jordan's doing the chef's kiss. Mwah. Mwah, mwah. And uh, part of me over here is just going back to GoldenEye 007 and just wants <laughs> him to go like, buy me a pet over here. Uh, but um, anyway, <laughs> you, do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I do. You do? Yeah. Batman. Buy me a pint uh, when they're blowing it up from the second mission in the GoldenEye game. Anyway, uh, it looks really a little bit like spooky-ish or like it seems like he's going to be like kind of like the Vegeta of DC right now like w- like we're going to be rooting for him we're going to understand his values like he could a- actually be like 
a Vegeta or, or a Loki type where we're like, oh man, I hate that he's doing bad stuff, but like, I totally get it. Uh, he was a, he was a slave he's, back in the day, and he's then he's gonna uh, be a Thanos kind of character. And the, Justice, and the Justice Society are gonna try to stop him. And I don't know. I would love. It. I think you were telling me this the other day that like the Rock has so much stake in this movie that like he could get the Zack Snyder Justice yeah. League back in there. Yeah, that's uh, the current. Yes, please. Current get Gal in there. I, I want to be. I want them to recreate the animated feature from a while back, the Superman Shazam versus Black Adam. That yeah. Was, oh, was that was so good. Yeah. Yes, we. So if we can just even re- recreate that or some stuff from Injustice with, with some of their iconic fights, yes. That would be sweet too. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really excited about this one because, one, I think that The Rock is going to have – okay, you look at Marvel and you've got all these really big-name characters and, these, these, and then they're paired with big-name actors where it's like you really – like I'll be honest, prior to, uh, to like uh, Man of Steel – I didn't know who Henry Cavill was. Um, ben Affleck, I knew who he was because he'd been in quite a few things. Um, for Batman, Gal Gadot, I didn't know who she was outside of Fast and Furious. Um, like each, like Ezra Miller, I really didn't know who he was at that point. Um, at least, I think the first movie I knew that he was in was Perks of Being a Wallflower. Um, Same. And so, like, not a lot of diversity um, when, when it comes to, like, massive names. Um, they, they've, they've made big names out of these, these guys. Um, Jason Momoa was in, uh, uh, Game of Thrones before this, um, which I think helped mm-hmm. with that. But you know, what else can you name that Jason Momoa was in? And now you can name him a f- quite a few different things that he was in. Um, and so when you look at some of this, I'm like, okay, well, we'll just, we now have someone who is going to champion this. We have a, uh, uh, a big name and and Dwayne the Rock Johnson is is a very big name right now um and right. he says hey I'm wanting to champion this I want to be Black Adam and I'm going like I am Black Adam like bring on Superman bring on the Justice League bring on literally the entire DC universe I'm ready to I'm ready to champion this cause and uh and I'm really really excited that there's someone who is passionate because when you see passion behind the actor you are going to see it in the film, and we are going to get really, really excited because not only are we seeing our favorite characters on there, but we're going to see the passion and the love that went into these characters, and I think that's going to build a better universe around it. I'm also really, really stoked that Pierce Brosnan is going to be playing Doctor Fate. Um, shout out to my my oh buddy. My shout out to my buddy Caleb Martin out in uh, Columbus. Um, but he uh, he and I were talking about this the other day. Uh, Dr. Fate may be our favorite sorcerer magic kind of character. Um, and to see the picture where in his left hand is the helmet of fate, I was like, Oh right. man, we finally have a Dr. Fate on the big screen. It's going to be so yeah, good. It's, it's going to be fantastic. Um, now transitioning from black Adam to his counterpart, Shazam. Uh, they also dropped some uh, information and a little bit of like kind of behind the scenes footage and things like that for, shazam fury of the gods which comes out in 2023 what are your thoughts what are your ex- uh, expectations what are you are you excited for this movie um i'll go ahead and i'll just start real fast um you know shazam was a very uh underrated flick um i feel like shazam was kind of like deadpool um a little bit lower on the budget not really talked too much about like the fans were really really excited about it um but then when we got in there like the Shazam family shows up and like for me I was like I had no idea that was coming that was awesome um and the just like the way that Zachary Levi is I love Zachary Levi um got really really excited and I'm I'm happy that they're moving forward to do a sequel what about you chick 
Yeah. Um, so I, like you, I'm a huge Zach Levi fan. Uh, Chuck and Tangled, and now this. Um, he's great. And um, so uh, I actually I didn't know. I, I usually do a better job of keeping up with with casting news, but I didn't know Lucy Liu and um, what's the other lady's name? The older one, um, Helen. Helen um, Mirren. Yeah, Helen Mirren um, got casted as the the main villains for for that movie and that's pretty that's pretty awesome and i the one of the things i'm really looking forward to is them really getting to uh dig deeper into the mythology of of um and history of sorry that was my dog <laughs> uh the history of the character of uh, of shazam and um sorry guys hey poe <laughs> anyways um and that's that's one of the things that um zach levi dropped about the movie was getting into the a lot of the deeper into the mythology of the character and that's gonna be dope so um that's what, I, def, I think that's what i'm more excited about and more shazam family we only got the one the one fight scene at the end of the first movie so we're gonna get a whole movie worth of all of shazam family going in and that's gonna be awesome too yeah that was a beautiful payoff at the end of shazam uh seeing that because like i mean it was almost pretty much uh, a more modern take on the Jeff Johns run that was uh, kind of a backup feature in Justice League there for a little bit, setting him up. It was beautiful. And it was gorgeous. I'm just going to gush. I just love both the actresses they caught, that cast as Mary Marvel, as my girlfriend tells me. And just as I know, I just get a crush on everybody. Mary Marvel for the win. Nice. More of her. Please get her own spinoff. Her and Freddie doing yes. adventures and stuff. Give her her white costume that she had uh, right before uh, Final Crisis. Yes, please. Uh, but in general, yeah. Like, like, uh, 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 to actually talk about the movie now, like Zachary Levi, iconic. I haven't said that in a long time on this podcast. Brilliant casting. He just captures the essence of a kid. And right. it's just so fun. I actually got to see... Uh, the kid who plays Billy Batson uh, at a comic con. I was I was running late to the panel because I was go- everybody stops you when you're in costume like picture picture and I I don't I do not mind that at all. But I walked in he's like oh hey sorry oh uh, he he's very smart looking like, oh hey sorry Cap we, we we had to start without you when I walked in I'm like ah oh, I love this kid <laughs> <laughs> that's great uh, so and so he's grown a- he's growing Asher into- Angel Asher Angel thank you he's grown into a yeah. a wonderful young man and just if he's if he's that quick witted right there like. You know he's gonna bring some fun quips in this, and I definitely want to see some more play with Freddie. I mean, him and Billy, like their relationship was like the heart of the family uh, uh, aspect in there, and it was really fun. And it's and he, like you said, he, uh, throughout most of that movie when they're building up to the Shazam uh, Marvel family, like that, like I want to see him get to do more as a superhero and just like own it a little bit more. Uh, besides that, like I, uh, I think Held Marin's just having the greatest fun in her career right now, doing stuff with Shazam. She's Hobbs and she's in Hobbs and Shaw in the Fast and Furious franchise as the Shaw's mom. I'm just going like, like, good for her. She's, she's having, having a lot of fun with, this. with it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah. then we'll, then we'll need to see her like take over something in Marvel now too. Like before she passes, unfortunately. I mean, she, she's got some time. She's got some time left. Oh, even Red, the Red movies. But I'm excited for it. Um, that one's a. Uh, isn't that late 2023? Uh, I think it was early or, or, 2023. Early. Okay. Regardless. Uh, excited. You can awesome. tell I watched it live, you know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna flip the script. We're going from live action to animation. Um, they dropped a lot of yes. information animation-wise. And, you know, I'll, I'll just call this one like it is. I think DC animation has the, the, the forefront versus Marvel, where Marvel kind of had their live action 
and for the past what 10 12 years it's been it's been that way um D, well 20 a right. little over 20 years now because dc i mean you had the the static shock you had uh, uh batman the animated series you had batman beyond you had the justice league justice league unlimited league. like you have Superman. you have all these really Bruce really inverse yeah, you you have all these Bruce great versus awesome. You have all these yes. great animated shows and then by the time that we got to Flashpoint in what 2011, I think is when it when they started yeah. their animated. Mm-hmm. Um you go I mean that, that's 10 years now that we've had animated movies being pushed out left and right. Um which I I honestly think you can do so much better with the animation versus the live action in certain aspects because I mean you, you're not like okay, how how are we going to show this on screen? Um versus right. like a live action like you, you can tell yeah, kind of we, whatever we've story you talked want. To, we've talked about it on this podcast before where uh anim- animated movies for comic book stuff is so so good because literally the panels come to life in yeah. an animated movie yeah it's so, great yeah I think so, our specific one we were talking about justice league war like it was almost like panel for panel and in some yeah. cases yeah so it, it was it was fantastic with some of those uh those scenes and so um 2022 is uh they're they're going to be pushing out a few tv shows um they're going to be pushing out uh the animated movies they're going to be pushing out a lot more moving forward and and even through the rest of this year we've got young justice uh today uh no no it was uh tuesday tuesday dropped the injustice uh home video um in case you guys haven't seen it very very good um very much enjoyed that one uh i love the the scene because you know, it's it's not just based off the video games. They also had a comic book series, and so there's one scene um, that I've I've been seeing over the past few years since it, since the issue came out, and it said uh, the Arrow Cave. That's a stupid name. Like Batman has the Bat Cave because bats live in caves, but arrows don't live in caves. They're inanimate objects. Like why not call it like <laughs> the Quiver? And there's this this scene where it literally like they they nail it. Like you said, chick. It is like the panel jumps off the page into a movie, mm-hmm. and it, it was it was awesome, um, and the, and the ways they did it. So some of the some of the content that's coming out over the next year and a half, uh, through through all of next year, um, is Batman, Caped Crusader, Catwoman, Hunted, uh, Green Lantern, Beware My Power, and then there's a few others that yes! are already in there. Um, so which one has you the most excited? I'm surprised you didn't want to take over and just bring up Green Lantern there, Jordan. I know. I know. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm literally like holding my hands because I'm like, I'm so excited to talk about the Green Lantern. So I'll just go. I got the I'll text. I, I got the receipts. I'll show you all how Jordan, how much excited Jordan was because he was, was like, oh, caps. it's going to be in continuity yeah. and all this. Was, and I'm like, it was, an all was there caps. any doubt? Was there any doubt, Bella? Like, okay. Like, so so the way they're doing stuff. I'll go ahead and I'll take this then. So so here here's where I sit with Green Lantern. One, he is my. I mean, I've already done an, a whole episode dedicated to the Green Lantern. I could probably do a whole podcast yes, forever have. on it. Um, I love Green Lantern. I love Hal Jordan. I love just everything they do uh, with Green Lantern. I don't think I've ever been truly disappointed by anything that they've they've pushed out. I've I've enjoyed the 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 storytelling. Um, and, and it's been really really fun to see where they go. Um, what kills me is when they have like Emerald Knights and uh, First Flight. And neither of those are connected into this bigger universe. And and when Ryan yeah. Reynolds, his movie came out, like I feel like it just put this sour taste in everybody's mouth about Green Lantern, and no one really touched the product anymore. And I'm like, guys, there is this great, very rich history of great storytelling that you can go mm-hmm. with it. And and like color wise alone, because you've got all these. I mean, you've got green. I mean, you got the entire rainbow. Um, 
the the Skittle Squad. Get get them together and and just push that that. Uh, it's night animated. Make it like a two part epic mm, or something. Mm. If you can do the if you can do <laughs> ha- listen if you can do uh, the Long Halloween, you can do bra- Blackest Night and, and oh. it's even Dark Knight Returns. It's like do these. I mean, I know they've taken some liberties with doing this because I know Batman Hush is technically in continuity with the old thing, and they've changed a few things. Am I am I correct in that? Yes, I yes, haven't watched are. it. Yeah. I own it. I've yes. not watched yeah, it. It's, it's in a stack over there. It's to in the, the left. It's, to the left. it's in the continuity for for the um, Flashpoint. Uh, yeah, uh, line, yeah, it is in Absolutely, the new fifty two like, line. Um, it is not in the the rebirth line. It's in it's in the old mm. continuity, not the not the new portion. Uh, but so excited for that as well. Uh, but I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna nab the podcast from you. Not 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 take full control, but I'll just I'll, I'll take the mic from you right here with my own over here. But I guess <laughs> uh, even though they haven't fully announced it, I, I mentioned it earlier. The Smallville animated thing. The sooner they actually get a pitch with that and an official statement with that, I'm gonna be stoked. Uh. I'll be ba- I'll be take taken back to Smallville again, because uh, they're, they're, they've been talking about that for a while. Batman Cape Crusader, honestly, it I mean the Batman the animated series for the time, rewatching it it was because I know there were some episodes when I was a kid I'm like oh this is boring I want to watch it but then when I like grew up a little bit in my teens I'm like oh wow I was mom let me watch this what the what in the world like, it, it was already so mature and I, I know they edited right. some things out like in revenge of the joker there's like a cut of it where it doesn't it just implies the joker died uh, instead of like like what really happened like because there's like an uncut version and it's it's only like a couple seconds but like it's crucial uh for some of that stuff i'm like holy crap this is insane yeah. like with how mm-hmm. some of the mature stories or just even the justice lords i was just uh t- telling uh I, I i'm not doing this on purpose but it I was telling my uh, GF about the Injustice movie, but then I just said, like, oh, they've done the similar stories before, like Red Sun or Justice Lords. Like, Justice Lords? So we just watched the intro of that. And, I mean, it's Bruce Timm. And then you also got the power of J.J. Abrams behind there, so there's going to be some crazy mystery boxes in there. And nice. apparently this is the Batman story they've wanted to tell for a while. Um, besides that, uh, Catwoman Hunted looked pretty solid. Uh, I'm just glad she's getting her own solo thing, too, because I know she's in the comics as had a pretty solid ongoing series and then they've and not to say Catwoman has been irrelevant but I mean with these animated features they've mainly been doing like the big six or seven like what's next like a cyborg like into like in, in the web or cyborg versus grid like what's happening next with these animated features if they're doing just Catwoman over here and it looks like it's inspired a little bit by anime a little bit too if I'm yeah it, it looks a little different I think if, if I were to be be completely transparent I think you can do great stuff with Wonder Woman, Superman, Batman. Get away from the big three. Start pouring into Flash. Start pouring into Aquaman. Start pouring into a Martian Manhunter flick. Um, go into oh my God. like like start pouring more into John Constantine and Zatanna and like maybe a Detective Chimp and Dead Man and like you go into some of those characters or maybe you go uh, more Teen Titans and you give a Blue Beetle, uh, which I know we're getting a live action, but maybe you give like some blue beetle or a blue and gold uh movie where you you get i mean there's there's it's it's not marvel marvel is very like hey here's your like your big people and then we're expanding that group because of uh the the mcu but dc has such a huge roster of heroes um i would love to see like an elongated and plastic man uh like tag team movie where like the two are going at it and trying to like outdo each other the whole th- like i feel like that could be really cool or um, I mean, there's so many, so many different things that they could do. Um, Mr. Terrific. Uh, they've, there's just a lot of do concept. the terrifics from a while oh, back. Get, no. the, get that team no. together. Please no. 
Dude, please, you didn't. You really didn't like it that please, much. Please, no, it, that was such a fantastic floor like knockoff. Like we are trying it, so hard to be the Fantastic Four, and I was like, no. I feel like out of all of those of the the, the new age of heroes, I think that and that, the new challenge, challenges of the unknown, do that one for goodness sake. Listen, like I, I want a yes. I want a new gods or a uh, legion of superheroes before I get something like that. But not a challengers of the unknown who got. A- Premier passes to DC fandom. Get that out of here. All right. <laughs> Chick, what are your thoughts on the, the animation stuff? Are you excited? So, um, yeah, I am so dang stoked on the uh, Green Lantern movie being a part of the timeline now. Um, finally happening. Um, I am, uh, like, so I'm going to disagree with you, Will, with the Catwoman. I've had enough of Catwoman in <laughs> in DC animated movies. Uh, there was a lot of Catwoman in Batman Hush. Um, Conflict in the podcast? Let's go. <laughs> there was a lot of Catwoman in um, Long Halloween. Um, and But that could be me, like my personal preference. I'm not a huge fan of the character already. Um, I don't dislike her. It's just... But I will say it, it's good to have... They're going to make some movies that are you know, based off of not the Holy Trinity. Um, so that's cool. But um, Catwoman, Catwoman, which wouldn't be my first choice. But yes, I'm so fracking stoked on Green Lantern. Finally, do we have any casting news for that yet? Or is that just... That's the only news is that we just we just know that next year we are getting a uh, Green Lantern Beware My Power animated movie that will be in con- uh, continuity with the new run. So I know I can speak for all of us on this because I know this is how all three of us feel, but I know how I, who I I want to be. Nathan Fillion. Nathan, Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion, please. <laughs> Listen, I still want Nathan Fillion to be like live action Hal Jordan, um, because as an yeah, older great, Hal Jordan, great like, templed, yes, old man, parallax, Hal Jordan, that'd be great. parallax, yeah. old old Hal Jordan. Oh, that would be the prime piece. So speaking of Green Lantern, he is best friends with The Flash. And with The Flash comes to uh, the new movie, the live-action movie, The Flash, which will be based off of Flashpoint. So uh, based off the teaser, um, what has you the most excited? What do you hope to see in this film? And what uh, do you hope that it pulls uh, strictly from? Or do you you hope that it pulls strictly from Flashpoint? Or do you want it to take more liberties and kind of do its own thing and just kind of be like very loosely based off of Flashpoint? And uh, Chick, we'll go ahead and start with you, bud. Yeah, so I can I hear I already could tell there was some stuff that wasn't in Flashpoint that they're already doing with it. With it, um, like the one little scene where it had like the multiple flashes, and I think that's probably like a a different timeline thing um, and stuff like that. Um, but that could be cool. Um, you can, help me out with this, Jordan. Um, that little, uh, that like the voiceover thing that was going on during the the teaser, that was Michael Keaton, right? The, the guy that was like, "You telling me you can do all these different timelines, but you still want to do, you still want to protect this one?" That was Michael Keaton, right? I think that's who it was. I'm not entirely it sure. Sounded like him. I know that Michael Keaton is going to be playing Batman in this movie. Yeah. Um, he's gonna be because yeah. they're gonna do an old Batman, and they're gonna do um, where he's. I'm trying to think how I don't know if they're going to do uh like direct like the comic because in the comic it's um Thomas Wayne and so yeah. I don't know if they're yeah, going to yeah. do like 
the 90s bat or 80s and 90s batmans um where it's just an old bruce um so like maybe we might see like some batman beyond kind of influence into it or i don't know which way they're gonna go be awesome um but i do know that uh ben affleck is supposed to show up um right and so with them doing flashpoint this might be his last outing as batman i really hope not but i from 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 the looks of it especially with that little part where they have the other the different flashes in the one scene in the one shot, um, I think they're going to do a little like multiverse type thing with it or different timeline type thing with it. So, um, with which that, could explain why there's two different Batman, like Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck Batman in it. So, with, well, with that, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna push back a little bit and then I'm gonna ask a question. So the first thing is, I think what they're gonna do is, um, it will be a I went back in time. And then, uh, mm-hmm. so like at the beginning of the movie, like you've got Ben Affleck Batman, and then he goes back in time, saves uh, his mom Nora, and then comes back, right. and then like everything shifted, which based off a of Flashpoint, that would make a lot of sense. Um, yes. Or maybe he like overshoots when he's supposed to come back, and so mm. then it's like old version or whatnot. I'm not sure how they'll they'll handle that one, or it could be that. Um, and so here here's where I'm gonna ask this question do you think if multiverse does come into effect do you think that we will see grant gustin because they had the uh when they did the flash and ezra miller come over uh, do we think yeah we'll see, in crisis yeah do you think we'll see something if of grant that gustin is in that movie i will die i literally will die well with how much multiverse they've been, excitement they've been they've been really focusing on i wonder if that will kind of help uh, establish some of that um not necessarily that hey we have to be like oh well yeah they're already connected like make them more connect like it just would be right. like a fun little cameo kind of like with what they did uh with the the tv show a couple you could be in back. it for half a second i don't care i'll still freak out yep so <laughs> yeah i i personally I love that man so much i personally think this is going to be a really cool film i'm really sad that they're starting with flashpoint though um, it shows me personally that yeah. you don't believe in the product, you don't believe in the brand, you don't believe in a lot of things. Um, and this is not a like this is not one of those movies that you just pick up and go. Um, Flashpoint, uh, right? Like Flashpoint was season three when they did uh, that in the show, and they they handled it so poorly. Um, just yeah, because it's, no, I mean, season season three CW Flashpoint is it was was, hot dog water yeah it it was really really bad um and so you have to handle this one with care and um like i look at marvel well how are you going to redo some of the flash care or how how are you going to redo some of these marvel characters uh years from now well you're going to probably have to dip into the multiverse um you're going to have to you're going to have to change a few things where this whole thing um can change an entire character and what they look like so you can handle this and be like, okay, if we're getting rid of Ben Affleck as Batman, we can go back in time, and then Ezra Miller Flash, when he comes back to the normal thing after fixing whatever he's done, you have an entirely different Batman, and he's gonna have to refix some things. And like, you can you can do a lot of uh, really cool right. things with time travel, and, and, and like, kind of like the butterfly effect where you touch one thing and it goes out of place, and then you get an entirely different actor to play that character, so then then you can continue that storyline moving forward. It, it soft resets things like that where I feel like this is such a hard reset and I I just don't feel like they, they've really poured in because I mean there's no actual tie for Shazam yet 
um, into this DC EU. Right. Um, and so there, there's all that. It's just it's, lunch. You don't count the lunch scene. Seeing, seeing as we didn't see uh, Henry Cavill's face, I'm gonna say his no. face wasn't even it. Yeah. So I think that he <laughs> sits, it was his suit though. It was his suit. Well, he said okay. I mean, yeah. But there's a multi. Him, but, there is yeah. a multiverse, so he could be one of many different Supermans. We don't know. So we'll never know. We'll never know. But we were talking about Flash, right? Sorry, yes. guys. Uh, as Jordan has probably mentioned on the podcast a million times, I work while we're recording these. Sometimes, sometimes I get, I have a break. Yeah. Uh, sometimes we're at a point where I can't take a break now, so I already took it. Uh, so anyway, my thoughts on Flashpoint. Besides Batman, this is the one I'm most excited for. I know Jordan is already like, if Jordan had a mean bone in his body, he'd be giving me the middle finger right now, going like, I don't like Ezra Miller, blah blah blah. I think Ezra Miller has had some of the most. uh, easy now hey language language easy with that (laughs) easy with that i I think ezra miller has had the most fun he's injected some life and he's kind of similar to the wally west flash in the animated universe i'll give you that yeah he's he's been like the heart of the team like yeah wonder woman's like all about love but she's like she's a warrior first and foremost in these movies i want i want to as much as i love cavill in some aspect what? I want to push back. I think Batman's the heart of the team. It's an ugly heart, but he's the heart. He is absolute. He is. He has brought back Superman. Helped get everybody in. He's he's been pushing. Why did you say that name? Yep. Uh, hey. that, that's <laughs> I, I, I love Ben I Affleck, said, and he looks almost identical to the Bruce Tim version. Uh, and I will defend certain things, but other things, I'm like, I, I didn't wish, say he was a pretty. I heart. wish I even Affleck said had more say in the heart. character. What was that? I said he's an ugly heart, but he's still the heart of that team. Gotcha. If we wanted a grumpy Batman, we should have just got a uh, freaking <laughs> Clint Eastwood. I'm just saying. That if we wanted great. to do Dark Knight, Retur- Dark Knight Returns. But I am the most excited for this. Uh, even though I will agree with you on this point, Jordan, we haven't earned Flashpoint. Yes. DC is kind of desperate. And I, I mean, it's obvious. And just even with some things that we are hearing, I mean, they've kept, they've changed the universe thing multiple times in the ongoing we just need somebody just like grab all the producers and like the heads of Warner Brothers and be like oh stop D- doing this like DC this is what to, we need to do DC you're, needs you're doing it wrong Feige. and if Flashpoint gets us to that point I'm all here for it um I think one thing that's glaringly kind of weird is that the, the two Ezra Millers uh there's some speculation that one of them is going to be maybe Eobard which in the comics there is precedent for that where he kind of takes over his life he's possessed him he's so, and even with uh, Harrison Wells, like he's, he he has the ability in the future to steal faces. So how crazy would it be? I mean, so Jordan, would you be down for this movie if there was a secret reveal that it was Tom Cavanaugh reverse flash in this movie? Listen, we've already started talking about that. Um, we've already talked about we talked cameos about if, from if CW. We yeah. said how cool yeah. would it be if because uh, a few years back we had like the multiverse stuff with CW. Yeah, Crisis on Infinite Earths. If, if uh, Grant Gustin flash shows up. Into... I think that, that I think that could be the intro because not everybody's watching the shows like we are. Yeah, like we could see that we could see Ray Fisher, him and Batman, like doing those experiments and making the cosmic treadmill, and then like he does it. And he's like, oh my god, guys, I, I I saw it. Like I saw I saw another me, and he had a cool suit. Like I need to make it, and then like he does it. Oh, and the, and then he we see maybe some stuff from the nightmare we haven't seen yet that Zack Snyder left on the cutting room floor. I don't know. Nice. But I am the most excited for that. I mean, we got Superman, not Superman, Super uh, Girl, Clark's what appears to be Clark's daughter from the comics uh, in there. Uh, Michael Keaton, Batman, and then like ah, they they know just how to tease us with like the with the Burton Batmobile. I'm just like, yes, ah, how yes, dare they? With the, yeah, uh, yeah. That was I, that was I, my I, favorite part of the teaser was when Ezra Miller was about to 
pull the pull the the covering off of the Tim Burton Batmobile, and he was like, "Holy bleep!" It was so yeah, good. Who, yeah. just, who knows what other multiverses we're going to visit? Like, are we going to see Brandon Routh in the in the Christopher Reeve suit? I know he kind of had a a bad outing oh, with tomorrow, but could we get that again? Well, we he's coming back. Everyone else. So he is? yeah, so I'm gonna go oh, ahead for Armageddon. That's right. Yeah, he's coming back for Armageddon here in a few weeks. Um, and by this the time that this episode drops, we'll we'll have that. So, um, so we're gonna actually hop over to that question. So you know, Arrow uh kicked off this universe many many years ago, and they started talking about all these different shows of what's happening, what's coming in. Um, they they brought in some of the CW cast um from all these different shows. So Arrow has already ended. Black Lightning ended. And then by the end of this year, it's already looking like Supergirl is in its final season. Um, they've already announced that. And then Batwoman, I've been been looking up. It looks like after three seasons, it's going to end as well. Um, which I personally, I've really liked Ryan Wilder, um, the the show created character. I hope that they they introduce her into the comics. Not that I'm anti Kate Kane. I just really liked Ryan Wilder. Um, she she was a great addition for that show. Um, so with all of them having made their mark on the what I lovingly call the DCW, um, just that way it's not the DCCW, it's just DCW, um, are you glad to see them all go? Are you uh, wishing that there was more? Do you wish that they were never gone? Uh, like, what, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so I have already, to be honest, I've already emotionally started emotionally preparing myself even before you gave us these, these questions today, it's kind of been what's been going on with me with CW, the CW shows. I've already been emotionally preparing myself for the end of this era, especially um, after last year when when Arrow ended. Um, and then also, especially since the last couple seasons of Flash have been not so great. Um, it's just been, um, for me personally... Um, just been i've been kind of already emotionally preparing myself for it and it looks like it's finally happening um so that's where i that's why i'm i barely even watch these shows anymore um i pretty much just keep with keep up with flash and that's about it oh and and, and then um the the bad thing about it is superman and lois is just now starting and that's actually been great that's the only other show i've been keeping up with is that show and it's awesome it's a really good show and i think it's a really good representation of superman um and the issues he deals with and in, in his personal life and stuff so um that's the sucky thing about it is all these shows are starting to fade away and and stuff especially since hbo has been killing it with their shows um and really taking over um is we're not gonna get to see an actual like deserved run that a show like superman and lois you know deserves to get well, so, you know, those are my thoughts. What, what about you, Jordan? Yeah. You know, I, I started thinking about that the other day. Uh, you know, Superman and Lois is, it, I, as I tell my teenagers at church, it slaps. Um, it's one of my favorites. I, I very it much does enjoy it. It does. Um, you know, even Flash, it's it's not had great storytelling recently. Um, season seven was, was very lackluster, and I feel like even season six was kind of yeah. lackluster. Um, but you have some some great opportunity. Um, I think there's there's ways that season eight is going to be able to bring some life in. Um, I think that they're starting to realize like, hey, we need to breathe a little bit more life into this. I think honestly, the Flash could pull a fifteen seasons, um, but I don't want it to be one that you just continually so beat the dead horse. Don't you dare do that. Well, no, no. Go ahead. Well, I I think I think this is my thought process. 
there are so many villains in the DC universe and there's so many heroes, you could use the Flash as a show that starts to incorporate different aspects. Um, and it doesn't have to necessarily be like how it has been. I think they could try to revitalize how CW uh, DC shows work um, and use that kind of as their, their way to, to try and keep it moving forward. But I don't want it to beat a dead horse. Smallville had it right. Like season eight was about the time it started. They lost their main guy, Michael Rosenbaum, and they started doing other things. And they d they did write the ship and then it started just having fun with it, throwing the Legion of Superheroes in there, bringing the X5 and just getting pretty much setting the foundations for the Arrowverse. But I just, as much as I love Grant Gustin and some of these actors in those shows, like I think knowing when to end is a good time. Like, cause yes. I think even deck, even some other shows that are like more prestigious TV, like Dexter, like it went on maybe like a season too long. Breaking bad had a perfect ending at five. Just, I, I don't want it to go on 15 seasons like supernatural and then get a little bit convoluted. And then, Oh, Hey, we get another, not, I'm not saying this is going to happen in seven years, but Oh God, we got another pandemic. So now that last season that was supposed to be the last season gets extended again. So now we have 16 seasons and we have to follow all these, I mean, I'm down for it. I like the Flash. I just, I don't want it to become stale. I think if it went two more after the season eight, I would be fine with it ending at ten because it's a nice round number. You get a nice little set on your shelf, and I think Grant Gustin being the the heart of the CW, so, while Stephen Amell has been like the dark yeah, side over here. I originally, I originally thought it was going to go ten seasons because of the whole plot line with yeah, him from, disappearing from the start in 2024, and yeah, and I thought they were going to like just have you not know what really happens then all the way up until season 10 and it really just coming to a to a uh to a you know thing on that 2024 um you know headline but then they just completely you know season 5 undid all of that yeah. um so I thought that was what the original plan was to go all 10 seasons 2014 to 2024 and have that last season really you know come to the conclusion of what that headline meant, but that's not what they're doing. But that, still, yeah. I mean, they, they still they still could. They still could. I mean, Barry and people. I mean, they, they changed the it. The future. They changed it yeah. again. Yeah. I mean, I mean Barry... season five, they permanently changed it. And then I know, I, I think in season six or something like that, they changed it too, but I don't know. It's, yeah. I it, It's kind of just up in the air at the moment. But I think that you could try to do a few new things with Flash that would help cement a few other shows. Um, I know that there was talk at one point of trying to see if they could get Batman into the shows, um, into the, the CW. Um, if you go that route, I think you need to introduce Aquaman and a few others. And then don't kill Grant Gustin's Flash. Make him a background character that just shows up in different Please, shows. Please, no. Yes. Like, like, I think that was yeah. the biggest well, problem that Arrow had with, with Stephen Amell is they killed him. And I'm like, just write him out. Just say, hey. The show is done. Just do this really cool thing, and that the like Green Arrow adventures continue, and just just let the show die so that way it's less taxing on him. He can still do whatever, but then anytime they want to bring him back, they can. And I think that's what what we what we struggle with is you know even in, with villains. Oh, we have to kill a villain, but oh, it's comic books. We can always bring him back. And I'm like, you you kind of permanently shut the door with Stephen Amell. Like he's even said, you know, I would come back. Like it's been a year or two. He kind of misses it a little bit. And I was like. You moron! Like, come on, dude. Why did you? Why did you agree to shutting the door permanently when you knew 
that there was a chance that you might want to come back. I'm like, come on. There is a mul- there is a multiverse, and I I mean he's in like that weird purgatory heaven dimension with F- Felicity. Maybe maybe something just becomes that dire that he needs to come back. Uh, I I genuinely like his ending. Uh, I I I think killing him twice uh, in the span of five episodes <laughs> was a bit off, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But uh, um, yeah, that was stupid. Yeah, well, I, it was just so shocking. Like, because I, I watched, I had to work the first night of Crisis, and I just like, I cannot let this get spoiled. I'm, I'm getting caught up for Crisis, so uh, it's a little bit slower on the weekends at that job I had, but I would be catching up on Batwoman and all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, such, such a slog over here. And then I get to Crisis, and I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. So. Um, we're going to move over from CW to HBO Max. You know, we're all over the map here, but so is the multiverse. And so with that, um, we're going to talk nice. a little bit about Blue Beetle. Um, you know, we, we got yes. really excited at the beginning of this. Uh, so oh, yes. so here's here. I'm going to add a few questions in here um, that I didn't give you guys. I typically give my guys a uh, few questions to, to start working over. And, and that way they have ideas of where we're going with this. Um, Blue Beetle. It's going to be very Hispanically influenced. Um, so one, are you excited to see Blue Beetle suit up with the Scarab? Two, are you excited uh, to see Hispanic culture and like the Texas culture? Because he's he's down in Texas. He is a Hispanic American. Um, and then three, who do you want the villain to be? And I'm going to start with Will. Well, shoot. <laughs> course you get me while i'm double checking work stuff over here i'm kidding um i what do i want uh, i will say i am excited for a lot of things because i know like a big thing was like oh if you're dc or marvel like oh we we get to similar to like football teams and other things like you get to hold like oh yeah we were the first to do this or we were the first to do that like they're get, they're getting on the ground running. Like I mean, I want them to do it well, but they're the first ha- tackling uh, Hispanic culture. And I'll I'll be honest, I don't know who I want to be the villain. I the closest thing I could think of right now is the other alien scarabs from Young Justice season two, but I think that's almost like too broad. Maybe like set that up for a future invasion story. But wasn't he fighting um in the New Fifty Two? He was fighting some crime boss that was the aunt of his best friend, right? Yeah, something like that. I mean, have that like have him do some like low level stuff. Like he is essentially kind of, I'm not I'm not saying this in a bad way. He's kind of like a Texas version of Spider uh, small scale Spider Man in that universe. And we don't have like I mean I mean like I, I was saying Ezra Miller's kind of been like the heart and all that. But like start out with him like kind of doing like some small scale stuff, fighting that. But I'm sure you guys have much more say about what you want. I mean I I think I want Ted. If if we I just want some more legacy Blue Beetle stuff to show up in here as well. Because I mean we're probably. I don't know if we're going to get like the giant beetle mobile or whatever that Ted made back in the day uh, That'd be great. or, or Dan Garrett, even like how dope would that be? Like he, he lives in town. Like there's a giant statue dedicated to like Dan Garrett or whatever. Like he's a police chief, but like we secretly didn't know like the past of him being like the blue beetle with holding the scare because I don't, did you ever look into those old comics with him in it or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Like just the, cause at that time they were trying to like make just more pulp heroes and like the scarab and his suit was never consistent because he was trying to mess with the scarab or whatever. Cause I know they retconned that. I just have him set up, have Ted be like, oh, cause where's he getting the scarab? Is it just going to land randomly like Spider-Man three? Is he going to end up in, in Ford industries and end up on his back? I mean, that promo art has looks like a pretty awesome comic cover and Ford industries is in the background. So, mm-hmm. 
I mean, could Ted have gone like down a dark path and he's dealing with, he's doing some shady dealings now. I, I don't know. I, I don't want that for the, for the guy, but you, you guys probably know more villains though. So I'll let you take it from there. Yeah. So holy crap. I'm excited. Um, so, uh, we have a whole episode dedicated to green lantern and how Jordan is absolutely my favorite superhero of all time, but then behind him is Jaime Reyes. And, uh, this is going to be so perfect. I love the way that the when uh, during fandom, the way that they had the director and the writer talk about it. Um, they said it's going to be um, it's going to have action in it. It's going to be uh, funny, but it's also going to have feelings. And then the way they specifically said it is like it's going to have everything that's best about Latin culture um, in it. And um, that's going to be so great to have um, something that is um, made by Latinos and uh the way to perfectly represent um you know everything about that so that's one of the things i'm excited about the most the um the other thing that i'm the most excited about it is to have uh zolo i'm gonna i'm going to butcher this name because i'm i'm not latino but it's gonna have zolo uh mariduena is that how you say it um sure. from cobra kai in it and uh, we were talking before we started up the the, uh, the recording um, but I was, we were talking about how, um, how perfect this timing was because, um, before Cobra Kai came, there had never really been a, um, a Latino, you know, young adult male actor, um, that was prominent yet. And then when, when Cobra Kai came a few years ago and Zolo came to prominence, um, and them and DC and WB starting to branch out with HBO, this timing is perfect because now we have, um, a, young adult uh, male Latino actor who has fighting scene action, you know, choreography uh, experience under his belt and uh, is a really solid actor um, and is perfect. You know, he's only 20 years old. So he's, he's perfect to pay, to play a young adult, um, you know, superhero, like, like Spider-Man. Um, so all this, all this stuff is pulling together great timing wise and I cannot be more stoked about about it because uh, Jaime Reyes is one of my favorite um, superheroes of all time. And I'm going to, I think I I agree and disagree with you, Will, with uh, with who I want the villain to be because uh, the most prominent you know villain in you know Blue Beetle Jaime Reyes's like mythos is the Reach. Um, and Thank you. I that's was, who I. I I was uh, kicking myself while you were talking. I was double checking and I forgot, like I said, like the scarab guys are the reach. That's what I was referring to for young justice. Yeah. The so. reach. Yeah. And I, I, I would agree with you that for this first thing, if they do multiple ones, we could do it this way. But the, for the first thing, I would say um, that the reach might be too big of a thing, but if they're, if they're not doing more than one thing, then I say, go, go in head first all the way in and do something with the reach and it'd be cool to have, you know, black beetle, um, in there, or maybe even, you know, multiple beetles like green beetle or something, um, yeah. from, Those beetles from are good, or whatever, but they could be better. Yeah. <laughs> we could, I, I mean, I know Jordan's thoughts. I, I didn't ever cut your thoughts on wonder woman 84. I like it. I know Jordan thinks it's kind of a nothing. Oh, movie. I, I that, loved one. Is, is that correct? I loved it. Yeah. I, I like it here. too, because I, I knew going into it, like, 
no matter what they do, like the end is going to be back to status quo because it can't contradict yeah. anything that happens with Justice League. So I knew that going in, and I think just right with that bummer of a year, I was just ready for it. And and they announced that last fandom to bring it all back, but I, I do agree the reach right. could be solid. But Maxwell Lord is also another villain because he's famously killed well, Ted. Here, here, yeah, here's um, here's the here's the thing I love about Wonder Woman eighty four, and it and it ties in with Blue Beetle is if in the in the in a DC uh, in the DC EU. If Maxwell Lord exists, then that means a JLI could exist, because because when he's not being a bad guy, he's the leader of Justice League International. And um, when in in two thousand eight, when they have uh, Batman Brave and the Bold with Diedrich Bader, um, they have a revision of JLI, right? And we could have a revision JLI if we have Jaime Reyes. So that could be cool too, but yeah. I just thought of an amazing post credit scene that could show up in this movie that will make Jordan like just squeal. It probably won't be like Hal Jordan, but like let's say he does fight the Reach, the and then like the Reach just goes off and does their own thing. And because they're a space threat, Guy Gardner or like Kyle Rayner, some Green Lantern shows up. He's like, I'll take you ready for the big time, like because uh, it'd probably be Guy to set up like a Justice League International or something like that. But like, oh, right. dude, goodness, that would be sweet. Or to help set up the Green Lantern show that's in the works. Yes. Yeah, as well. Or John Diggle just shows up going like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> Why did you I'm go Diggle. so deep? I've never, ever thought of Diggle having like this really deep, like scruffy Batman kind of voice. I'm only thinking about when he yells at Oliver. I'm sorry, this is really <laughs> yeah. on the equalizer. That's fair. Oh, you said yeah, Diggle. What do, what do you think? What I, do you I think, thought Jordan? Stu- I thought you were saying Stuart. Um, uh, okay, uh, so I'm super, super, super stoked about this. Like, I... Out of all the heroes that you could go with, I would have never said Blue Beetle would get his own movie. Um, I just didn't think that we were not progressive enough, but just at a point where we're ready to hit the C, D, E, F, G listers, um, where a lot of people don't know who Blue Beetle is. Like, you've got the deep fans of, of uh, DC Comics like us who are, hey, like, we we, we buy the comics, we read, uh, we, we're super excited because you guys pulled this one out. Justice League International. Okay, people don't know about Justice League International typically, <laughs> and so like to talk New about fifty two book was canceled way too soon, and it's even the old older school run. Yeah, but, and, we, and we, just they've been talking about this in a blue. And, I'm sorry, I keep I keep good. hijacking because I think we're just that excited. They've been talking about doing blue and gold for quite some time now, and just to see like at least some progress. And there's actually casting. Like I'll still believe it when I see it uploaded on HBO Max like day one. But like I I, I need it. I'm I'm really excited though, and uh, you know I'm hoping that uh, and and you started talking about you know it's a very uh, Latin America uh, influence and very yep. Hispanic influence. I am hoping we get some music that just like man, it slaps like it is so good. It's like I'm I'm gonna like want to go like and stuff buy. from that. Uh, what's that one movie? Coco stuff like like yeah. that kind of yes. music because that'd be awesome. Like, like stuff that is just gonna be like okay, I'm going and buying the vinyl because everything just for for nostalgic stake is putting everything on vinyl anymore. Um, like where I want to go and spend the money for the music, not just go and listen to it on my Spotify account, but to truly listen uh to to some of the music. And you know, you've got like Hans Zimmer who has done some amazing stuff with with DC. And I just think, like, with, with Blue Beetle, they better really step it up because Hispanic music, it's pretty good stuff. And I, I would really like to see how they, they incorporate that into uh, this, this movie. Um, I'm also, for my villain, I'm going super anti what you guys went with. Um, 
I'm I I started thinking Maxwell Lord um because that is that is a villain um that that Jaime Reyes faces off with quite a few times. He's a villain. <laughs> However, I want someone that is going to tie him into a bigger fold. And that villain is Lex Luthor. And this is why I think okay. Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor has money. He probably has a plant down in uh down in Texas that that's going to maybe affect and maybe you're going to see some monsters, maybe you're going to see um, some superpowers um, start to, to get into the fold. Um, you might even be able to bring in uh, the chief, um, the Apache chief, and bring him in as like a like in the fold. Yuck. Oh my god! Like <laughs> that would be really really cool. Like just just like maybe like they're they're it, maybe it's a pollution kind of like is the villain, and maybe we see like Kimo or um or, or like one of, one of those yeah. kind of guys, kind of as a mm. as a minor villain, metamorpho the, even. Yeah, yeah, like so, someone like that. And you just start to see some. If we had Metamorpho in a movie, I would just freak out. <laughs> just, just right oh, there. Yes. Have it, a heart it would be like DC going like, "Oh, hey, we can do weird superheroes too." <laughs> yeah, and so like may- maybe you start to just see some just kind of inner morphing and and things like that, and maybe even as background, they're not even big players in this movie, and it's very focused on on Jaime, but. Maybe you start to see some of that. Maybe you see some villains um, be kind of the, the ground grunt kind of stuff. And he's doing more uh, trying just to stop what's going on. And he has to face off with maybe, uh, I think his name's Kemo, um, the the toxin guy from Teen Titans. Uh, yeah, that's, Ke- that's Kemo. Uh, so, so maybe he has to face off with Kemo. And then, like, the Lex Luthor plant falls apart and Lex Luthor shows up. And, like, Whoa. like that way, like, it brings it into the fold with, hey, Superman, you're in this universe. Like, because HBO Max has already said, hey, there's a lot of content that we're going to be pushing out, and I'd like to see it be connected. Um, that's what I would love to see is, is all these movies start just being very interconnected with each other. Even to add a little bit more of what Luther could be doing, maybe to set up another teen hero that could be Blue Beetle's first big test, this Metropolis kid, bring bring Connor Kent in there. Yeah. I th- because he'd be like, oh, I don't like Superman, but if I could control him... Yeah, hmm. and and, and may, may, hello boys. May, it's me, maybe Luthor. that's that's gonna be part of, like maybe it's maybe it's you even set it up like how they're gonna set up King the Conqueror with the MCU. There's gonna be a couple versions, and so maybe you have uh, version one of Superboy where he's very flawed and like he ends up dying by the end. But then you see like maybe post credit or something like that. You see an ice uh, or on ice version 2.0, and that's the the good Superboy that we end up going in uh and trying to figure out we just love it too because one thing i as much as we praise this four-hour cut of justice league i think one thing i do regret that they didn't do or touch on or maybe they would have in future stuff it doesn't sound like it based on snyder talks but doing the return of superman and just seeing the people be inspired like i could see john henry irons even being like either a court employee or like he's like luther's representative down there he's like i don't like what we're doing here then like that could be the post credit scene like he's building the soup the steel suit not sure sh- not Shaq. maybe Shaq could be his dad or his uncle or whatever i was about like. to say if we if we have if we have steel in a movie Shaq needs to be in it something some form it has to be john i appreciate you sticking to your guns now let's get a shakaroni <laughs> let's get a shakaroni <laughs> all right let's, let's get a shakaroni you know hbo max is also uh starting to produce other content like peacemaker what are our thoughts about peacemaker are we excited about this um, I, I personally, I'll start this one off. I'm not excited to see John Cena dancing in his underwear. Um, I think otherwise, <laughs> I, 
see there's another visual joke guys i was i'm not in my underwear i am in my gym clothes and i was dancing around a little bit kind of mimicking his dance was. i'm I, it was lovely. rumor has it there is a whole four minute sequence of that in that episode when oh, that gosh. happens so jordan you might want to fast forward well, that that's going to be the episode of the bane of my uh, existence. i mean i will say because james gunn's sticking on uh with a at least half or if not two-thirds Good. of that show i think they said there's uh, only three episodes he didn't direct so nice. so hey hey it's like it's like will allen took over the show and just said like oh i like these six episodes over here yeah i'm kidding um but it's good to have the guy who kind of developed this version of peacemaker be there one spoilers i'm gonna start cosplaying as this because he's so gosh darn goofy and hilarious i have told some people in the cosplay community i want to do it and it's like, oh he's a douche and i'm like oh cut language uh over here but i'm just he, he was so fun in the movie just like most of his lines are very memorable and just seeing the turn at the end of suicide squad spoilers for the movie we've yeah. already talked about it and if you're listening to this we always spoil stuff but like just seeing the very reveal like oh i can't let you leave with that i'm like john cena no peacemaker come on uh so i'm just i'm excited to see this character get expanded maybe potentially get some redemption i've also like they got like the whole i mean i know they did it already in era but doing vigilante again and he has like a more yeah, they got Vigilante in there, which is cool. And did yeah. I see? The, did I see the trailer right? Is there another TDK, another detachable kid, or someone in, in his suit, or is that a flashback? Maybe detach- I swear there's a guy the, in a TDK suit. So apparently, uh, they. I <laughs> I was looking this one up. Apparently, James Gunn has reported that TDK is not dead. That even though he was shot up and all that, he did survive the beach. Whatever, Nathan so, Fillion's back. Best show. Guys, the podcast okay. is over. Best show ever now. John, best show. John Cena, <laughs> yes. Nathan Fillion. It's going to be great. It's going to be the greatest kickoff of 2022. I'm just so. saying. So, I'll let you guys take it from so, there. I, don't, I know I hog Yeah, it. so, so um, I'm actually really, really excited about it. Um, And I know, like, not that, like, I, I had no idea who Peacemaker was until the Suicide Squad movie came out. Um, right. But... I'm really excited about it just because John Cena is starting to get a lot more traction in Hollywood. And I think the the reason it, it literally the reason it, it exists was because his character was so popular in the, in the Suicide Squad movie. And they kind of just wanted to make that spinoff to make more money and have more success with it. But I'm all for it because John Cena's hilarious. Um, and he's, he's, he was great in it. So I'm excited to see this movie and see what, what James Gunn can do with it. Um, and I'm excited to have um, a you know a lesser known character also like Peacemaker Vigilante in it, um, and that's cool too. Even though I actually did really enjoy the Vigilante character in the in the Arrowverse, um, especially after um, they gave him a little bit more instead of just a a one off side villain, um, they gave him an actual backstory with um, being uh, Black Canary's ex husband or whatever um so but yeah i'm excited for it it's going to be hilarious um it's going to be more a lot more of what the the suicide squad movie was and um i can't wait to you know to see it so yeah i gotta say the the thing i'm most excited about and not even for any dc reasons um the guy who plays vigilante he played uh a character in a show on netflix earlier that dropped this year called the crew um he played jake the driver uh, for a Kevin James series about NASCAR. Um, and I, I very, very much enjoyed him there. Um, and so I was I was really, really excited to, to see that, oh, hey, he's coming in and playing this role. 
Um, so yeah, I, th I think that's really cool. Uh, the next thing that they, they talked about in DC fandom was milestone comics are back. Uh, yeah. Are, so if you're not sure what milestone comics are, um, it's also, uh, often referred to as the Dakota verse. This is where we have hardware yep. icon and rocket. And then the most popular of them all static shock. Static shock. Um, so yep. are you guys reading any of the current titles? Um, are you excited that the Dakota verse is back? Are you like, what are your, what are your thoughts that we're starting to get back into all this? Yeah. So the, uh, the Dakota stuff that I'm familiar with, um, is when they did, um, those team ups. Um, I don't, I forget when those were, but those were really, really cool with the, just the team ups with actual, like, like normal DC characters. Um, and then I'm decently familiar with the nineties Dakota verse stuff, which just slaps super hard. Uh, Roy McDuffie is a, is a goat RIP. Um, but yeah, all this stuff going on with, with uh, animated Dakota verse stuff and live action uh, Dakota verse stuff has got me so stoked and I cannot wait to see what it looks like. And um, for people to see more characters than just, um, than just Static Shock, because everyone is familiar with Static Shock from the early 2000s show. Um, but people that, aren't that as intro familiar with like... freaking slapped, dude. Gotta go, gotta, oh, get, yeah, gotta, gotta go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, him and his dad. Go ahead, sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, but the thing I'm most excited about is for people to, to finally see some really great characters that they're not familiar with, like. Like icons and and Young Justice a little bit, but not a lot. Um, Rocket is a little bit more in, in Young Justice, but still not a lot. Um, freaking Hardware is an awesome character that people don't know. Like, underrated, awesome character. He's like a he's almost like a, a, a an African American Iron Man. He's awesome. And then um, if Which, they do by some the way, he shows stuff, up. Then I'm I'm just done. By the way, Hardware even shows up in Young Justice as well. He was in Young Justice season three. Yeah, Young Justice yeah. really has given a lot of screen time to the Milestone characters, so and I appreciate them for keeping them alive and well and doing right. stuff. And relevant, And to see when 52 gave Static a try, unfortunately, sales, I don't, I, from, I, I don't look at all the numbers, but apparently sales weren't doing good because it got canceled early. I think it only had one book. Right. I thought I, I thought it made it to at least 13 or 15 issues. I thought. They only put it all in one uh, graphic novel, though. Smart, smart, smart. Uh, I mean, I'm excited that it's getting a resurgence uh, with the whole they, – because they've been hyping this since the summer that Milestone was returning. Uh, they had, like, a yeah. big old one-shot, and then, like, all these characters that uh, Chick just mentioned are all getting their own books again. I grabbed the first static. I My stack is huge, guys. Like, you, I, I don't know how I got this bad, but I, I have not, unfortunately, visited I, – I mean, I was always a huge dork. I was always going after – trying to be the Billy the Blue Ranger over there. I'm excited to see gear uh, in most of these guys as well. I know we got plenty of white yeah. people here, but it's like, I want to see that fr friendship uh, grow. If cause I, Was gear actually in those uh, comics? Uh, or was that uh, I don't know Bruce about the Tim original. Invention? I don't know if he mm -hmm. was in the original, but I know he's in the new stuff. Oh, yeah, because yeah. that's that sh stock shock show. I mean, I'd, I'd watch that with Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon on every night after school. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, my God, it's so solid. And then, like, when they did the, the uh, crossovers, I'm like, oh, this seems cheap. But then I'm like, oh, wait, he was already DC? Never mind. This is awesome. Then. This is cool. And just even having him yeah. show up in Justice League Unlimited when they win the future, him and Terry teaming up? Are you kidding me? Just it, yes. setting, yeah, setting all these young heroes up like I, I would love to see static and blue beetle team up and start their own young justice or like 
maybe even just yeah. start, some new title. Uh, I, I mean, I'm not as familiar with all the Dakotaverse, unfortunately, but I, I, I will try to do better. And I just, out of all of them, Static and Icon and Rocket uh, are probably like my second ones that I'd, I'd be more excited to see since like they've been getting the spotlight on Young Justice. And I think we need more heroes like that and Blue Beetle out, out yeah. there in the spotlight. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so the, the, the only thing that I really are going to demand for this stuff is they need to bring back trench coat and backwards snapback hat static shock they have to have that version of them or i'm not gonna i'm not watch i'm not watching anything anyways yeah jordan <laughs> i would think i would like a that to be a prototype suit just to appease fans like you but then also have him have like the old cartoon suit as well or just even give him something different too i uh so i i'm really really excited about this um we're all well will and i are from from eaton ohio and and there's not a lot of a lot of diversity, and, and I remember growing up uh, in the 90s watching uh, Static Shock at the late 90s, early 2000s when we were in Alliance, and then um, now in my 20s, I, I bought the series on iTunes, so I'm, I'm watching them, uh, and I, I'm very much enjoying this stuff. And reading the new comics, I'm very much enjoying the diversity, um, understanding what kind of lower-level income inner city uh, kind of is like, because now I'm in Oklahoma City where there's half a million people, and and it's, it's opening my eyes a little bit to some of the, the things that I guess I'm naive against um, and I, I don't understand fully. And, and some of the, the processing that he has as a character, I just I think he's very, very well written. Um, I think they're tackling certain issues very, very well. Uh, one of my favorite villains um, from comic books, period, is Hot Streak. Um, I love the way that they are writing him in this series. Um, I know that this is season one. It's, it's just more of a kind of a, hey, we're testing the waters. We're seeing if this is going to be a series. Yeah, freak of the week stuff. Yeah, and so uh, they're, they're just trying things out. But he has, the way they're writing him, like he went in and burned down uh, the house um, and like he's he's throwing fireballs and then he gets his butt zapped by by static. Um, and there's there's all that, but it's it's not so much about, oh, I've got to hide my, my mask or under a mask at this moment. Um, and I'm, I'm really excited to see kind of where they're going with it. Um, I'm I'm really excited because I heard there's also uh, rumblings that a live action Static Shock movie is in the works, um, and that Michael B. Jordan is working on that one. Um, he's he's working as a producer nice. for it, um, and I think they even touched on that one a little bit in DC Fandom, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Um, but but I just I love the fact that we're we're getting these heroes. I mean, uh, what a time it, to be alive, right? I mean, you're just seeing all of these heroes that. I will um, squeal if we get a live action version of Rubber Band Man in there. Yeah. Have, have you gotten oh, to that episode cool. or gotten to that character? <laughs> oh, <Sweet>. yes. <laughs> that would be. Because there's yeah. even a rap song that came out, I think, wasn't it like T.I. or. Yeah, something uh, like that. Yeah. Like, he... I'm Rubber Band Man. Yeah. The... I'm just yeah. like, that could be like his theme song coming in. I'm just like, oh, God. And I think it'd be really cool if they got someone <laughs> like, like, not necessarily that it would be Jaden Smith, but someone who is on the younger side that would kind of fit in with them that is a rapper who is currently. It... Like, the kid who voiced Miles, like, of age for that, or is he a little bit older? I think he's a little no. older. Oh, man. Um, but I, I still think – I think this would be really, really cool to see. Um, like, if we had uh, – uh, was it Little Romeo um, back in the day who did the Like Mike? I think it would be cool if we would have had, like, someone like him come in and do that this. That was Little Bow Wow. Little Bow Wow. That's, that's who You're it getting is. your Lils mixed up. Yep, I know. Like I said, I, I don't no, know. Just Little Romeo, Romeo was okay. in a was in a, was in a Netflix, uh, not Netflix, uh, Nickelodeon show. Well, I sure he wasn't in Mexico's big yeah. move. Yep, that, yep, that's the one I'm thinking of. <laughs> oh my goodness! Okay, all the obscure references here. 
so so other other news that came from this um is the batman that comes out next year the trailer was aired at the end of the show the the second trailer they, they showed the first one but then the pandemic uh wiped it from the 2021 slate and so what are your thoughts from seeing this trailer uh with the cast with the 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 more year one year two kind of flair that they're going with um very different right. than what we're used to so what are your guys's thoughts on this uh and then uh we've got one question after this and then we're we're gonna wrap it up oh goodness where do we even start with this man uh just seeing a more well all right so i'm hearing just rumblings about this and just when i watched that i was digging into all of this because besides flash this is the other thing i'm most excited for um because we it's it's going to be the first big superhero movie of 2022, I believe. I mean, we'll still have some of the rumblings and trickle-down effects of Spider-Man going into the year, but uh, this is the big one. And, I, I mean, I know I'm a little bit butthurt that we had to leave Ben Affleck, but uh, Robert Pattinson just beating those Joker boys or whatever, going, Yes. I'm vengeance or whatever. And then, like, him, yes. like, similar to Tony, like, adapting his suit, like, people are just, I mean, just shooting him with, like, machine guns right there, and he's like, really and just knocks him out has, has his own bat yeah. which there's a meme i don't know if you guys listen to mr sunday movies they're hilarious they're they're from australia they're they're great but they started this meme called rob bat bat and bat because every batman has like a weird bat name like batfleck or uh did christian Bale have one i don't know but like it's been more of a recent thing just so we can start tr twitter trends and all that but just him having the bat and doing that that that's goofy Colin Farrell is totally absorbed in that penguin suit. Like, I, hardly recognizable. Um, goodness. Uh, Aquaman's wife over there, Zoe Kravitz, looks like a very remarkable Catwoman. The Riddler is very unique in this take. Uh, and just... And the one thing that I, apparently they're emphasizing in this is that he's going to be a detective because that's been, like, one complaint from fans for years. Like, oh, yeah, he gets the tech and he does all that cool stuff. And he's he's a great hero and we love Batman. But, like, I want to see him be a detective. I want to see him be a detective. And we're apparently getting it in this one. It's going to be Good. a little bit of comics, a little bit of Seven, a little bit of building a bigger universe. I am all here for it. Uh, let's just all be there day one because I, I think this is what scared Marvel into uh, pushing some stuff back after the fandom. I'm just saying. At least that's one theory. That's, that's, that's part nice. of my theory. But I, I, I can agree with you on that one, Will. I think that the Batman trailer alone, I think it, it may have pushed Marvel a little bit. Um, I think they, they were taken back. Not that, not that this is going to be like, the big thing like oh my gosh we lost all this because of batman like yeah. we're scared of i don't think it's that i think i think that the batman is dc coming out swinging and i think oh that, yeah well i, I mean truly <laughs> yeah i truly believe that it threw marvel for a loop when they because i guaranteed some of their higher ups probably sat back and were like all right grab your popcorn this is going to be a joke and then they were like oh crap like we need to make uh, a few production errors fixed well we need, we need i to think I think too. We have we've had some good hits coming into 2021. Like Shang Chi is doing solid, but you know how like week one, like easily these movies can make 200 million dollars. Shang Chi just struggled to get 400 million. Like I know everybody's like spinning it, like oh it's still making a lot of money, but like you got to think with marketing budgets and all that stuff too. Like I think the studios maybe made an agreement going like hey. I think it's time we play nice a little bit. Give us like X amount of days. We'll pay you so much. You give us so many days. We'll pay you X amount. Or just like, just give us some, let's give the, the viewers briefing. Because some people aren't 
really willing to go to the movie theaters. I saw Venom recently. That was the first packed theater and James Bond. Those are the first two I've seen in a while that have been really packed theaters. Besides that, it's been, I mean, Shang-Chi was pretty relatively, I would say about 70, 80% filled, but like we're not getting the big names. And I think Batman uh, will be similar to Fast 9 and will be, everybody will be wanting to go back to the movies again for that one. I'm, I'm at yeah. least I'm hoping, uh, but I can just see like all the rabid fanboys going like, Oh, like, Oh, it only made a hundred million or whatever, but like a hundred million or so in a pandemic. Yes, please. Like Warner brothers doesn't care. And we're not, we're also getting the factor where it's not going to be on HBO max next year. Like all these other movies have been releasing side by side. So people who have that save option, maybe they'll do something where it's like, Oh, Hey, pay 30 bucks and you can watch it at home. But that's yet to be determined yet. Gotcha. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Sorry. Sure. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so uh, you guys pretty much have said everything that I've that I've thought. Um, I think my favorite part of that trailer was at the end where the um, um, the uh, crime boss guy uh, like exploded the the Batmobile. Was like, oh, I finally got you! And then the Batmobile just comes out of the fire, and he's like, what? And then he wrecks him. And then the end of the trailer has you know, the upside down camera view and then, you know, Robert Pattinson just walking out and like, yeah, you're screwed, dude. It's so great. I love it. I think the, the camera angle uh, towards the end, that's, that's definitely going to be something that will kind of be talked about um, moving forward. Some of my favorite parts from this, from this trailer were um, I love how nitty gritty, very early Batman, very, I am vengeance. I am the night kind of like beat, yeah. beat down um, that Batman gives. I, I loved that. Um, super, super excited about that. I also didn't realize the cast lineup. Man, am I excited for this thing. I didn't realize that. Oh, yeah, it's packed. Like, this thing is packed. Andy Serkis playing uh, Alfred Pennyworth. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Oh, you took the words out of my mouth. I was going like, to say that, too. Yeah, whoa. Andy Serkis Alfred is awesome. I love Andy Serkis. Yeah, I mean, it's. I, yeah. I was, I was yes. very upset with their portrayal of, of Ulysses Claw with Marvel and him because I'm like, I don't care how little of a character he is. You could totally build something off of it. just Andy Serkis alone. I mean, he's phenomenal. Right. And to have him he's play a Alfred, actor. Yeah. I was like, oh, we're about to get something big. Um, and Jeremy Irons, Alfred's awesome too, but like, yes. yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I agree. Jer Jeremy Irons was, was a good Alfred, but I'm excited to see the, uh, the, the take of Andy Serkis. Yeah. I think this is going to be good. Um, one thing that I, I'm also excited about is Catwoman. Um, you know, when, when you, and, and I, I've said this multiple times, I don't care if you're going to gender bend, if you're going to, uh, do a race switch things. I mean, I, I really don't care how you, how you do this, get the best actor or actress for the film. I don't care. Like, don't do it for doing it sake, do it for doing it right. Um, and giving right. the absolute best. And I honestly think that this may be the best interpretation of Catwoman we will ever see. Um, she, hmm. she was in the Divergent series. Um, she's been in a few right. other things that, that I've, I've been watching and I'm like, whoa, like you guys are coming out swinging for this one. And they said that her, uh, chemistry with Robert Pattinson, uh, when they did their first film takes, they were like, yeah, you, you guys just nailed it. And I'm like, wait, is this going to be like Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively from Green Lantern? Like the only good thing that comes out, like, even if this movie is garbage, like, is this going to be the best thing that comes out of it? Like, am I going to be wanting to pay for this movie because of that that relationship? And I'll I'll just watch it over and over again just for the, right. for the chemistry. Um, Colin, uh, uh, why did I lose his last name? Uh, Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yeah, I want to say uh, Fer Farrow, and I was like Trevorrow and Fer or 
all of it. Yeah. <laughs> what? I was like, I don't even know where I'm going. Um, he, him coming off of, because uh, the last thing I think I saw him in was uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, uh, Crimes of Grindelwald. And oh yeah. Because because with with all of that stuff and and with Fantastic Beasts, uh, kind of like between those two movies with the, the throwbacks and all that, um, I think that he oh, he was he was great in those films. Um, super super excited to see him him play Coswold, uh, Cobblepot. Or Oswald Oswald Cobblepot. Yep, that's what I'm saying. You get you get you getting you getting tongue tied. <laughs> to see him play the Penguin, I'm really really excited about that. Um, and mm-hmm. I, you know, I think having as many villains with Batman, I don't think Batman's gonna have a problem that Spider Man had, uh, with Sam Raimi. I don't. I think that there's so many like crime boss and thugs that they can slowly do this. Um, the one last thing I want to touch on with this is I'm super excited because I heard if this turns out well, it will turn into a trilogy, kind of like the Dark Knight. Ooh. And yeah. they are going to build the Court of Owls. And that has me Ooh. so stoked. I remember Chimachi. which which I, by the way, uh in fandom when they had Jim Lee talking about Quarter Owls was had me geeking mm-hmm. out so hard. Oh yeah. Because Jim Lee's a goat. He's a, such a goat. Anyways, yeah. All right. So so I told you I got to meet those guys, right? No. Scott Snyder. You met and- Jim Lee? Not Jim Lee. I met Scott Snyder and uh, Greg Capullo. There was oh. like uh, at Cincy Comic Expo. It was they, oh, it was the year, year after Stan Lee, so they wanted to follow up, and they were just wrapping up. I wasn't their, able their to run to that Batman. one. I wanted so bad to go and take my my court oh, of owls. They were so fun. Oh. They, they were so nice and talking about uh, some of their inspirations for that stuff. And I'm like, oh. it was it was a beautiful story. Um, yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna move into my last question because this is our longest episode yet. Uh, but there's a lot that we've we've dived into. So. My personal favorite thing that happened in this entire DC fandom was when they announced Young Justice Phantom season four that they were dropping two episodes. Um, yeah. So, you know, we we are here on Nerd Talk. We are really big fans of Young Justice. We love the cartoon. Uh, we love the direction it takes. Um, Which, so, by the way, if you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to our uh, our Young Justice episode. Yeah, yes. today is the day. Uh, it should there, be episode though, so number sad 10. face, but. Episode ten. Uh, today is the day. Yeah, definitely go back and check that one out. Um, but but I want to know, did you watch the episodes yet? Um, are yep. you excited about them? Uh, are you excited for a whole nother season after it's been what uh almost ten years in the making of four seasons? Um, right. And, almost been a year since season three ended, right? Uh, it's it's if been not more. Mm, yeah, it's been a year been, and a half. It's, it's been a year and a half. It's been two Jeez, years since um, the last one uh, premiered. Um, all right, because mm-hmm. so and then <sighs> what and who do you hope to see this season? So I'm gonna just leave it there, and then I will give my thoughts as you guys give yours. <laughs> so we've all watched it, right? Oh yeah, I have. Yep. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I figured that was like I th- figured that was a required reading for this podcast. Yeah, today. I watched um, them today. Yeah. I watched them Sunday after the con, after I got some stuff taken care of. I was so excited for it. Uh, I will say a bit of a slow start, but we're also get developing something we haven't seen before. Uh, well, one, we're setting up the McGon and Connor wedding, which was like part of a little bit of a cliffhanger in season three. And mm-hmm. I just, I, I can't wait for that. I mean, they've been going on and off. Like, I'm just glad to see some finality with that. Uh, the thing I texted Jordan about immediately the moment I saw it, Legion of Superheroes? Yeah, Legion of Hope, Super, Legion of Superhero Rings. Let's go. Yeah, I I mean, if they're doing that, I bring, bring, bring Brainy 5, bring Cosmic, bring Lightning Lad, Cosmic Boy, or Cosmic Man, uh, bring, bring them all. The fate, the fate, Give me is, some Chuck Tane, bro. 
That's who. Oh, get the Karate Kid. Karate Kid. He's already been in a movie. We can get Dante Bosco to play Karate Kid again. That'd be cool. There you go. There you go. <laughs> oh goodness! I just the, the Legion of Superhero things get, gets me most excited, and then just learning more about the Martian culture uh, in that universe. Like, I Young Justice like tackle stuff that you never think we're gonna get. Like, they made Geo Force and Terra very interesting last season, and now we're doing stuff with yeah. the Martians. Because I, I I'll admit I don't read Martian Manhunter books that often. I mean, they'll, they'll tackle some of that stuff in Supergirl, but like, they're not doing dedicating like two episodes to like, oh hey, here's like the ter- this terrorist plot that's going on. Oh, a lot of Earth culture comes to our planet now, and like, some people think this is like Martians kind of sacrilege. Yes, they do. Yes, they do, and they love their Oreos as well. <laughs> though uh, have we seen this martian manhunter eat oreos i haven't seen that yet and do we think he's stockpiling the pokemon ones um yes yes oh, he's got all I the also new liked, ones uh every season uh, well at least the last two seasons they've had like little post-credit stingers that aren't like post-credit stingers like just like the credits are cute like oh hey yeah. here's like artemis's house or like here's a wolf or whatever and then like Sleeping. this time <laughs> yeah uh, but, and th- but, yeah, this time they're actually adding stuff into it. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, therapy sessions or like little voice recordings. Uh, yeah, so it's but, like it's like a way they're adding more to the plot without actually having to put content into yeah, the that, show episode. Brilliant! Like I'm, I'm, sh- yeah, I'm, it's perfect. I'm kind of grumpy they didn't do it last season. <laughs> they did it this yeah. season. I'm like, because I'm like, part of it was I'm like, oh hey, I didn't see that when they were like walking by. Uh, but I'm like, oh now now we're putting stuff over it. Why didn't we do this last season, guys? Yeah. Right. Like, just, right. Uh, but I don't know, and just seeing some, not finality, but, like, they've been setting up the dark side and New God stuff since the beginning, and, like, th- there's always been, like, rumblings and stuff, like, kind of leading right. towards, like, the light is le- building to all this stuff, like, I, uh, similar to The Flash, I mean, I would love Young Justice to go forever, but I want Young Justice to, like, reach the apex and know when to, to, to get its proper ending, because, I mean, luckily, Warner Brothers is probably going to finance this, and to have some exclusive on there, but I want them to have a proper ending and go out with a bang, similar to how like Clone Wars and some shows got to do. I think like six seasons would be totally fine. Six seasons on a movie. I'm down with that. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I want a full, I want a full feature <laughs> film that I go to the mm-hmm. theater and waste my money with to it, go with, see with it. With this cast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Go ahead, chick. Yeah. So, um, so if you guys have, uh, ha- uh, listen to episodes with with me on it. You would know that there's a lot of things like mushy, sappy things in this stuff that make me cry. Um, both, um, I know there's three episodes, but the both I only saw two so far. The both episodes that I've seen, there's been some really great moments that I teared up in, like the um that one scene in the second episode with they're in the river and and Connor and Magan are dancing. Um, that made me tear up a lot. Um, I forgot. And I forgot about that, but I was like, oh, yeah. I hope they show some clips or whatever. And then they, they did it. I'm like, oh, they've grown so much. It's like, it's yeah, like, and it's then like they, yeah, they did that, yeah, they did that sequence where they talk to each other about how all the things they've been through and and the the ways they've both grown up. And I was like, oh my goodness, yes. Anyways, um, so that's been really great. Um, we finally have some some characterization for the bio ship, like. What the heck? I didn't know that I ever needed that, but now I do. I know I needed it. Uh, I need it now. And Bioship has its own storyline now. That's crazy. Um, I'm going to ruin this really quick. so the Bioship really is quick. like having babies and stuff. I'm going to ruin what? this for you really quick. Um, so yeah. season or season four, episode three is the last okay. time that I believe we are going to see the Bioship. Um, is, 
are we having like a butterfree episode butterfree episode like in pokemon where they let it go and yes do its and own fam- have its own family yes and Kay. no um what's really cool is and, oh. and I've, I've seen this episode uh and so i was i was watching it earlier today when before we recorded um and and i had my, my kid with me uh he, he loves watching cartoons with me um one of the things that that they started to, to focus on is they don't have babies uh like like normal normal beings do they they kind of like how we saw in that episode where they melt down and they they create it together um, right. and it's cell division and things like that and then they build a baby but all the memories from bioship go into baby and they call her baby um and so okay so the new so ship kind of like the doctor from yeah doctor yeah k- kind of like that but it's its own person um and they are going to retire bioship and then baby which is a little bit smaller of a ship is going to be the new ship um, and so it's going to, oh, bond. How, it's going to, bond. I feel, I feel bad for, uh, I feel bad for a forager now because and they make a, com- they make a comment to that too. Um, and so you'll, you'll oh, enjoy oh, that. Episode. You are not bio ship. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, that was, that was good. But, uh, I, I think what's really cool is, you know, there are those, those touching moments and they kind of do some throwback kind of like with season three when when dick was sick right and and he like imagined them all fighting as oh he um, had those fever dreams the with fever uh, dreams yeah with, with wally. wally yeah um i think that it's it's been a really cool especially for those of us who've been watching since it first premiered back in 2010 2009 such a fun right. thanksgiving weekend then yeah i know um and so <laughs> like i've i've been watching since it first aired on cartoon network uh back in 2009 and i i sit back and i'm like yeah okay like this is where we're going. Love it. Um, and and I was really bummed when it took so long to get to season two, and then it took how many years before we got to season three? And then when they said, "Hey, we're we're doing like season three, years. and then yeah. we said, "Hey, we're doing season four. and I was like, "This is hands down like Pokemon. I love Pokemon. I love uh, animated series. I love a lot of a lot of this stuff. But Young Justice has just this special place in my heart. And so I've been rewatching these episodes. I've probably already seen season four, uh, episodes one and two, three times already. Um, and they've only been out since. Oh, dang. Yeah, man. Like, I just, I've sat back and I've rewatched them. I'm like, I just want to pick up what, what, what throwbacks are we going to see, um, in future episodes. And like, I'm already seeing some throwbacks in episode three that they're, they talked about with episodes one and two. And I was like, okay, I got to be prepared for this because this is going to be the season that's going to make me cry. Favorite, uh, jokes, uh, with like, uh, what, what, what is it? The Zeta tubes that they've done. Um, cause, I think it was around the time Arrow started and season two was going, it was Artemis and Green Arrow go to a police box to end up to uh, Mount Justice. And I'm like, is that a, one <laughs> Doctor Who reference? But then also, too, I'm like, are they being cheeky about John Barrowman being on Arrow right now, too? Because I, I think I think it was you that kicked me off and told me, like, season two was going strong. And I uh, when I was out on my own i'm like oh but I'm like, i don't want to get up early i don't have cable so i started torrenting all of them like back to back and then like oh, when yeah. i came into skyline the next time like oh bro dude i'm at this point oh you can't wait till next week man it's gonna get nuts and i'm like ah it just they, they do i guess they, uh, i i am initially when they when they first do the time jumps i'm like ah oh, what happened and then they eventually pay those off so and they've and they've won my trust after season two when they paid off like what their big plan was to get inside the light and figure out all the stuff for invasion but mm-hmm. I, I sometimes I do it i'm just like oh i kind of wish i had that show like with the out with the years in between just to see like what happened or like a little bit more but i can't say i've rewatched it as much as you jordan the first season oh 
heck of a lot. Like that premiere, I've, I swear I've watched it four or five times. This is one of my go-to animated uh, cartoons and all that <laughs> animated shows. I, uh, it, it just makes you think, what if Greg Wiseman got to do Spectacular Spider-Man this long? Mm. That's fair. <laughs> That's fair. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Did so, you guys uh, catch in the first in the first episode, um, the very first opening scene where they they say this is the day, in it talking talking about Connor and Megan's wedding, but that's a yes, that's a that's a throwback for the very first episode of the entire series. I was like, as soon as they said that line, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be so freaking good. Anyways, yeah. and the intro also slaps too like uh oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, oh my gosh with that orchestra orchestra version like it almost makes you think like i would love two more seasons in a movie uh but it makes yeah. me think like this might be like a really long extended final season just with some of these things finally paying off that way they've set up from the beginning i don't want it to be but if it was extended or oh hey it's just gonna be young justice phantoms for the next two or three seasons ah oh, please God. well i i just think like, what i love the most is that it's paying off tribute to the original team and mm-hmm. like yeah. Zatanna and Rocket are on there. And I was like, Zatanna mm-hmm. and Rocket didn't have a lot to do with the original team. I mean, they were there for a few episodes here and there, but they weren't like main core members for what we got to see. And now the, the comics, they, they continued some of that storyline and whatnot. And the video game really played into it from what I've been told. But when you look at it, I just, I'm super, super excited, uh, super stoked to kind of just see, what what they're going to do, where they're going, um super 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 excited. So now real quick, who would you like to see in this uh last season? Uh do you want to see someone show back up? Do you want to see a character maybe we haven't met yet? Um who 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 More Stephanie you Brown, like please. More Stephanie Brown. <laughs> please. I uh I want and I, I I talked about this during um our our um actual like whole episode for Young Justice, because we asked the same question. I need uh, Scott Free to show up and have some Mr. Miracle Big Bard action, because I know at the end of Season 3 was when the Justice League was fighting um, in that, like, secret, like, pocket space area um, against Granny Goodness, and Superman saves Big Barda, and she was like, well, you're you're our enemies, why would you help me? And, like, I can that's probably the light switch flipping on for her going from female fairies to actual, like, you know, good guy, and then Scott Free and her could get together. I, I, cause I love Mr. Miracle. So I, that's what I want to see happen is Big Barda completing her conversion to being a good guy and then meeting Scott Free. So, yeah. Makes, that's you, what makes, I you, makes you think they should have uh, done that Ava DuVernay uh, New Gods movie, uh, some of the stuff. Mm, yeah. Because you know? I think that wasn't, wasn't mm-hmm. that announced last fandom or right after that or right before? Something it's like gone that. now it's not it's on the slate anymore uh but yeah yeah could have been sweet could have been sweet uh, i also i know we're still talking about young justice but like what we'll, we'll think about the young heroes and uh bring up stephanie brown uh we forgot to talk about batgirl briefly i, I was bringing this segment up just briefly like we don't know too much similar to jaime reyes we have fan, we have the casting and some promo art and there's speculation it's with the real batman but commissioner gordon's jk simmons so batflick's gonna be Ooh. in that or Ooh. maybe with the multiverse shenanigans, oh hey, uh, you ha- maybe there's two Commissioner Gordons, one <laughs> J.K. Simmons and Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> I don't. That'd be interesting and silly, but like, hey, I can't trust. I couldn't trust Barbara, but I can trust myself. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Oh, you, Jordan. What, what do you want to see? Yeah. Oh, sorry. 
Yeah, go I, ahead. Sorry, go ahead, Will. The, uh, uh, all I was going to bring up was the GCPD show as well, uh, as a spinoff uh, with oh, the Batman cool. as well, because that's what Gotham was initially pitched out, and they kind of did some of that, but then it kind of did started doing its own thing and pre-Batman stuff. Uh, so I'm just looking forward to seeing that and just some more Will board building for that. But Jordan, I'm hijacking your podcast. I'm giving it back to you. <laughs> uh, I think in, in kind of my closing thoughts with Young Justice, um, I really want to see Jason Todd's Red Hood. Um, I think that that would be a really, oh, yeah. really cool. I also want to see Damien show up since we've already had Tim and Dick and then Jason was dead and then he, they started making hints in season three. I'd love to see Damien kind of show up as like each season we kind of introduce the, the, the Bat family. Um, I think that would be really, really cool. Um, and the, the, the last person that, you know, we all really, really want is I want Kid Flashback. Um, with it being na- labeled Phantoms, I think this is the perfect opportunity to bring Wally West back. Yes. I think I just think Please. that you know <laughs> that that's just that perfect moment since just we're naming have it. Have him be stuck in the Speed Force and then get pulled out. That'd yeah. just be that'd be like, awesome. Just that that would be a really really cool way. Um, especially if Impulse shows up and and this season and like becomes more of a bigger player and like that's how they bring him back. Is I mean, hey, just I, in a word, I think that would be, just be so crash. Yeah, absolutely nice crash the mode um, no, I, can, yeah. I can always i can always use more jason marsden and so yes absolutely so that impulse in there yeah. that, that's my thought um but you know this this has been a fantastic uh episode there's been a lot and i mean a lot of content it is our longest episode we yet, didn't even so. get to talk about justice league super pets or whatever it's called i know but yes but uh but we're, we're already at a hour and 40 some minutes so uh guys thank you thank you so much for for joining me listeners thank you so much for supporting our podcast we are going strong we're super super excited to uh bring more content and as events like this happen we're gonna have longer episodes um but we are gonna be bringing in a few other guys to help me run this um we're starting to produce some shirts and so uh if you would like to to support our podcast and to support us and you want to uh, repping some merch. Uh, we've got Nerd Talk with Jordan Halstead t-shirts, and we would love to get that into your hands. Um, guys, we, we love you. We su- uh, are so grateful for your support. Uh, and so we will catch you guys here next time on Nerd Talk. <laughs>